please don't build out a product suite. This is such a rookie answer. This is like the epitome of, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm a business coach or I want to be a business coach. And I feel like I need to say the word, right words to tell you what you should be doing. And that is build a product suite because that sounds attractive. That's maybe that was, maybe that was mean of me, but it's a really, it's a, it's a rookie answer. Welcome to The Scaling Lounge, a podcast for established service-based business owners who believe in working smarter, resting often, playing always, and dreaming bigger. I'm your host, Adrian Gallia, and I want to help you create time, financial, and lifestyle freedom by scaling with systems, strategy, and the support of a team so that your business is able to grow with or without you. Let's get to it. I sent an email the other day that is probably the best performing email that I've ever sent. And so I'm turning that email into a podcast episode for today. Highly recommend that strategy for yourself. Also, how do I measure it did the best of any other email I've ever sent? The click rate was through the roof. The click rate was almost 2% on a direct sales call to action which is really high to say like, here, do private coaching with me to get all of those clicks was really wild. And so I think it's because the topic is, well, you're here. (laughs) The topic must be interesting or you wouldn't be listening to this. So I want to talk about essentially what was in that email, but I want to actually speak through my thoughts, which in an email, you just can't do the same way. I would love to actually do emails that way, but they would wind up being like 10,000 words long. (laughs) So they're not that way. So I want to get more into what my actual thoughts are around the ways that you can actually generate $20,000 per month or more as a service provider I saw this was asked in a networking group and they were basically like, how on earth are, is, is there any freelancer or service provider who's out there who's actually making more than $20,000 a month because their sentiments around this was that essentially it feels extraordinarily unattainable. And the version of me several years ago felt the exact same way, but I understand this in a much different way now. I've done this as a service provider. I have helped other people do it as a service provider. I've I've helped other service providers doing this. There are so many ways that this can be done. It's not going to be done overnight, but it's extraordinarily attainable. And I want to make the distinction here between providing a service and going full agency. Because if you choose to transition from being a service provider into going an agency route, then I think the direct path to generating this type of revenue is pretty straightforward because you've got a lot of people who can help you do this. And then it just becomes, how do you sign the clients? But when you're a service provider, and I classify coaches as service providers as well, consultants are definitely service providers, but I would also classify coaches as service providers, unless you're getting to the point of like you, you identify as a coach, but you're primarily just doing like coursework with people and it's primarily passive. That's not necessarily providing a service, but I believe that coaches are service providers. So if you're looking at, I'm 
I'm doing a service for someone or a prof- I've got a professional service. So like an accountant or an attorney or something like that versus a, a, a service provider that would be like a copywriter or a graphic designer. You've also got consultants and, and coaches and things like that. How does someone in that field, unless you do switch and go into a passive route, which I don't recommend, <laughs> Unless you switch and go completely switch your business model into trying to generate passive revenue and courses and things like that, how do you ever leverage your time enough to actually make, you know, if you think about $20,000 a month, that's $240,000 per year, a quarter of a million dollars a year. How do you do that? First and foremost, I want you to know that you don't need to be doing that. That's a considerable amount of money. And if you want to stay just a freelancer, in a freelance model, and again, coaches can be freelancers where it's essentially just you providing service for people, you don't necessarily need more than that. So maybe you don't even need to ever get to the point of doing $20,000 a month per, per month or more. But if that's something that you're interested in exploring, then let's talk about it. So the first answer that I saw that I just want to address here, the first answer that I saw in in response to what this person had asked was build out your product suite. (sighs) Please don't, please don't build out a product suite. This is such a rookie answer. This is like the epitome of, hi, I'm I'm a business coach or I want to be a business coach and I feel like I need to say the the right words to tell you what you should be doing. And that is build a product suite because that sounds attractive. (laughs) That's, maybe that was, maybe that was mean of me, but it's a really, it's a, it's a rookie answer. It's a rookie answer. I'm going to own that. I, if it sounds mean, if it sounds mean, but it's a rookie answer, please don't. Like the example that I use here all the time is if, if you were really good at baking chocolate chip cookies and then you got approached to start baking a bunch of them and you all of a sudden were having to, having to do like 50 dozen cookies per week, would you just, out of nowhere, decide I'm going to make oatmeal raisin cookies instead. No, you wouldn't. It doesn't make any sense. So why, if you were like presented with the opportunity to be able to make more sales in whatever the thing is that you do, why would you say, I'm going to completely switch what I do and start adding a bunch of other stuff that I have to now learn how to sell and deliver that's completely different than what I'm already doing. Even if it's only a little bit different, right? Like oatmeal raisin cookies and chocolate chip cookies aren't so much different. It's not like, well, I'm making chocolate chip cookies now, and then I'm going to start to make banana bread, or I'm gonna, I'm making chocolate chip cookies now, but I think instead I'm going to make salads <laughs> in a jar, or I'm making chocolate chip cookies now, and all of a sudden I'm going to make candles. Like it's not so completely different. Like why would you? Why? Why would you do it? Why would you not just keep doing the exact same thing that you already know how to do, and you know that it works, even if half of the internet is telling you that oatmeal raisin cookies are way more profitable and way more passive. Why would you why would you switch it? It just doesn't make any sense. So it's the it's the it's a rookie answer. You can absolutely scale whatever it is the thing that you're doing is now, you can scale it. So there are three clear paths on how you can get there. One is to not go an agency, but to go what I would call a mini agency. The second is through going really narrow on what you're selling. And the third is positioning your work to a way more sophisticated buyer. So let's start with the mini agency route, because if you wanted to have an agency 
or you are ready to go all in on an agency, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. It would be how to switch from providing a service into an agency to scale. That would be the conversation. This is not that. So I'm guessing if you don't want to go full agency, it's because you either don't want to have a full team to manage or you are not sure that you've got the capacity to go quite there quite yet or it's just not an attractive model to you for whatever reason, okay? So let's talk about what I would call a mini agency, which is where you're not an agency, but you've got other people who are helping you. And again, this is applicable to coaches. Coaches can develop a coaching agency too. <laughs> like Mind Valley is a coaching agency, essentially. What Tony Robbins has established for himself as a coach is essentially a coaching agency where there are lots of people who adapt their training style and you can hire Tony Robbins or Mind Valley or whatever and you will get you're not you're not hiring that for you're not hiring Tony himself to coach you you're hiring a Tony Robbins facilitated experience basically where they take his methodology and his whatever and they implement it through their own through through their own unique methodology of coursework so you can do this as a coach as well you can do this in a mini version of a coaching model through if have you ever been in a coaching program where there's a support coach or two who's supporting the primary coach or maybe the primary coach isn't even the primary coach in that program it's the business owner but there's a lead support coach and that's who primarily is public facing with the clients in that program so one is just a step down from the other so you can do this in any model in any in if you are if you are a coach, if you are a consultant, if you are a traditional service provider, if you're a professional service provider, whatever the, whatever it is, you can go a mini agency route where essentially you remain the face of the business, but there are going to be just a couple of key team members, couple of key players that you bring in to start to implement your methodology and your method for fulfillment. So whether it's fulfilling done for you work or if it's facilitating done with you transformations, you're bringing someone on to help facilitate that change. So mini agency is, it's my term. I have no idea if anyone else in the world has, I'm sure someone has, cause it's not like that weird of a term, but I have no idea if anyone else has ever called it. The, I, I don't know. It's just what I call it. <laughs> but you remain the face of the business and you've got people who are helping you. So the example that I gave in the email that I, in, that I wrote was for a copywriter. So let's say you are a copywriter and you've got a launch copy package where you are writing a sales page for people. And in addition to that sales page, you are also giving them email and social copy. I know someone who does this, this exact same thing in her business and but I, I won't get into all this. She's really changing what she's doing. And I, like, I see it from afar and I'm like, oh, I I know the type of business coach that you're working with that that's telling you to do this. I would have done it differently, but that's fine. <laughs> if it works, if it, if it works, it works. So my way is not the only way, but essentially what this would look like is first and foremost, you want to look at the parts of the work that you enjoy the most. So let's say the thing that you really love about your work is getting to know the clients, like actually having time with the clients, talking to them about, you know, what their dream is, what their vision is, what they're trying to accomplish, 
taking what they're saying and putting a strategy behind it, and then maybe developing a framework in this instance around the messaging. So chatting to the actual clients, developing the strategy for the client, and then starting to develop messaging framework in this example of being a copywriter. So you would keep those parts because you like them the best, which is going to make everything much more sustainable, and it's going to make you more productive, and it's just going to work all the way around better because you are enjoying what you're doing, and you're going to be able to get more done in that sense because you are enjoying it. I already said you're more productive when you're doing it that way, so that's just more of that. So you keep those parts and then there's a there's a process in the way that this would develop. So in the beginning, you're still going to do more of the work than you might be wanting to do, but this is what's going to make it scalable. So let's say in the beginning, you're going to do those three things that you love, chatting to the clients, developing the strategy, and then putting a framework behind the messaging. So you're going to keep that, but maybe in the beginning, you're going to do the entire sales page and then bring on like a junior copywriter who's going to develop the sales emails and the social posts. Maybe that's the way that starts. And then, or maybe in the beginning, you're doing the whole sales page and then like the first and last social post and email that goes out. But then as that starts to develop, you start to offboard more responsibility from yourself to your person, to your junior copywriter. So you're doing maybe just the first, the the maybe a couple primary sections of the sales page, the framework for the emails, and then the junior copywriter is doing the rest. And then eventually you get to the point where you're only doing the parts of the work that you love, and then you've got someone else who's doing the rest. It's going to take you a while to get there, or you have to hire someone who is maybe not a junior copywriter, but actually is like they are a copywriter them in and of themselves too, and they understand the strategy behind what you're doing. So it's just a higher level person. There's a lot of different ways that you can do this, but essentially what this would look like is very early on in going this route without going into a full agency model, you've got other people who can start to help you implement the work. One, two, three key people who can do the parts that you don't enjoy the most. And you could easily, very quickly, double the client work that you take on. And then once you've got a system and you've got the processes nailed and you have an understanding of how to manage the product projects and the way that that looks like what that looks like for you in your business, you could double again and double, like you could just take on more and more and more. So if you're looking at, I have like, I can do maybe five to $10,000 a month in done for you copy. How on earth would I go to 20? That's how that's, you could double and you could double again. That's, you can take on a mini agency route. That's number one. The second thing is going really narrow on what it is that you sell. So this is basically where you completely uncomplicate your business and you go down to one very, very, very simple, very niched, very clear package that's going to offer one very simple, clear, and quick solution. So the easiest example around this for sure is through VIP days. So if you if you've not heard of a VIP day, I'm just going to quickly explain this. It's essentially where someone books your time. You can have a half VIP day. You could have a full VIP day. You could have 
a VIP session where maybe it happens over the course of two days. You could have a VIP week where maybe it's happening over the course of four or five days. There are a lot of different ways to structure this, but it's essentially a VIP model where someone is booking all of your time within a certain amount of time. I'm just going to call it a VIP day for right now and assume that it could be done in a day. They book that full day of time and they receive the entire full solution beginning to end on the day. And maybe you've got like bookend calls where the week before you get on a call with them, that's like a half an hour long and you go through things. And then at the end of the service, you offboard them with another half hour call or whatever that looks like. But the primary service is being delivered on one specific day. So you can do this again in any model. If you are a service provider, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, it does not matter. You can do this in any model. And it's really, the VIP day concept is really attractive to people because it's quick. It should have a very, the messaging has to be really solid. But if you can help someone understand how they're going to get a serious transformation in the course of a single day, man, it becomes so much easier to book this out. So you've got your one really simple, clear solution that's quick that you're selling out. And you could very easily charge four, five, $6,000 for this day when it's, you know, it's got to be targeted at the right person and the messaging has to be clear. But if you book one of those per month or one of those per week, rather one per week times $5,000 per VIP day, that's 20,000 a month right there. You raise it to 6,000. Now you're at 24,000 a month. You raise it to whatever that looks like. You start, you, you go from doing maybe one per week to maybe doing one and a half per week. You're, you're doing basically three every other week. Now you're doing six, six times six is 36,000. There's no reason you couldn't do this. It's, you have to be really dialed in on the messaging, but if you want to stay in a true freelancing model, it works wildly well, wildly well. Then the last thing here is positioning your work to a much more sophisticated buyer. So the first thing, like the elephant in the room is you have to be able to deliver on this. So if you don't have the skill set to be able to position your work that's at a really high level, then you might need to advance your skill set first. But if you've got the skill set to be attracting a client who is able to pay big money, then you can do it this way. There is no reason that if you have the skill set to do this, that you could not charge six figures for one single contract. I have done this myself, so I can tell you it is possible. So again, this comes down to messaging. When you have the skill set and then the messaging where you can show a very sophisticated buyer how you can solve a much, much more complex and high value problem. If they are qualified to your offer, there is no reason that you could not be charging significantly more money than you are right now. This is a whole new ball game. When you could charge $10,000 a month to a single client, $20,000 a month to a single client, and if you did ever want to spin this into an agency or a mini agency, you can start to combine the different offers where like, so when I did this, when I sold, when, when I have sold a six figure contract, it was a sort of, it was a combination of all the things where there was part of this was consulting. Part of it was agency. Part of it was VIP day where once every three months, there's a VIP day option. Like there was a combination of things and you can really start to get creative around how this could work based on the model that you want to go into, or you can keep this very simple. It's just one thing. So like my, when I was, when I was offering fractional 
COO services. It was a $8,000 retainer per month plus 3% revenue share. I'm not, I'm not offering this anymore. And that's just one thing. It's, that does not include agency work. That does not include any, it's just my brain. It is just my brain that you are getting access to. And so you position yourself really at a high level and you're set. You've got to get the messaging dialed in. You've got to get the skill set dialed in to actually be able to deliver on what you're promising. But this is, so a really good example on this here is an OBM. So we'll, we'll use my how you could go into uh, fractional COO work. So an online business manager, an OBM, is a really good example to talk about how to transition this here. So a lot of OBMs are competitive when they're charging around the two to $5,000 range per month. So if you want to, if you want to really be able to grow this, then it starts to, you start looking at, do I want an agency? Do I want to add in you could go the mini agency route and say, I'm going to start to add in a couple of key team members who can do essentially VA services, but more specialized VA services. So essentially where you're doing the OBM work, but you've got an in-house staff to take care of the podcast editing or the ads management or the whatever more specialized services where you've only got a couple of key players where it's not really an agency but you've got people that you can bring in so that you are keeping more, you're not managing an external team that your client is hiring other people for. You bring in A players that can deliver. It becomes sort of an operations agency, which is, I don't know why it took me so long to say that because that's what that's that's what I had with Solopreneur to begin with. So essentially it becomes an operational agency where you transition in a in a mini format unless you want to go full agency in a mini format where you are doing more of the client work through team members, but you also can do this where you adapt with them and start to transition into higher level services like fractional COO or fractional DOO work. So fractional chief operating officer or chief director of operations or fractional director of operations rather. So you essentially would move into and again, this can be developing your skill set because if you have only ever overseen business management for a business that's doing three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars a year, it's really different than managing a business that's doing a million dollars a year or more. It doesn't seem like there's that much difference in revenue, but there's a very big difference in a business that's doing a half a million versus a million dollars a year, like a huge difference in what that looks like operationally. So if you can develop the skill set around how to actually execute that level of business management, you can start to charge higher level fees for your service. And if a business is already generating a million dollars a year to have a fractional COO type role, there is no reason that you could not charge eight grand for that. You get two or three clients and there you go. And that's manageable. The key around all this. So to recap those things. So number one, you could go into the mini agency route. Number two, you could go really narrow on what you're selling, like through a VIP day. Or number three, you can position your work to a more sophisticated buyer. But the thing here really all comes back to thinking bigger and getting creative. And you can take all of those things and create some compilation of the three of those things. Anything is possible here. Any service provider in any model 
can scale as far and as big as you want when your operational capacity underneath it supports the desired model and the desired lifestyle. So this is that's the roadmap. That's how you do it. This is something that I could not give you a direct answer for because it's going to be really key to you and what you want and your lifestyle desire and your needs at this moment in your season of life. So if this is of interest to you and you're like, I would like to know more about how I could do this, then I would love to invite you to check out my one-on-one consulting package, which is on a partnership model now. So it's not the, the big bucks that it used to be. It's a base rate plus revenue share. So I'll drop the link where you can see all the information for that in the show notes. You can send me a DM on Instagram and just say, hey, I'm interested in talking about this. I would love to, like, if you just want to talk through, this is what I'm thinking, I'll send you a note back and say, this is what I think makes the most sense for me. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth with you for free in the DMs, but I'm happy to listen to what you're thinking and give you a quick voice note of direction. And then if you want to, we can talk about how I could actually help you implement this. If you're not ready for one-on-one work, I've got two different group, ah, they're group programs. Are they consulting? Are they coaching? Are they, they're a combination of all the above. They're a little bit mastermind. They're a little bit coaching. They're a little bit consulting. I'm very in your business with you in, in both of these spaces. Happy to talk to you about either of these. I'll drop the notes in the show notes. And I just want you to remember that anything is possible You do not have to transition everything that you're doing in your business to make this make sense for you. I will leave you with that. I hope you found this valuable and I'll catch you in the next one. Well, friend, we have reached the end of another episode. But before you go, I wanted to ask if you found this episode helpful, inspirational or insightful or hopefully a little bit of all three. And if so, I would really appreciate your leaving a five star review or sharing it with your friends on social media. And if you do, I would love to send you a complimentary copy of my month by month yearly planning template, which is kind of the greatest spreadsheet of all time. (laughs) I love making spreadsheets. It's amazing to organize what you're planning, what you're promoting, and what you're preparing. It'll organize your launches, your content, what your team should be working on if you've got a team, and it includes a video training to get you going with the with the template. And all you've got to do is take a screenshot of your review and then tag me on Instagram in a story, or you can DM it to me at Sustainable Scaling. I appreciate your support so much, and I will catch you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.